Hello, I'm Scott Soshnick. I'm Eben Novi Williams. And I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. Today, we begin with Jerry Jones. I thought you were going to welcome our guests. Well, I am. We is expand. No, I, I, you, I do this every you week. You do this to me. You think I, you think I forgot the people. No, I don't think Norwalk you forgot. Community I think College. you're burying the lead. Okay, uh, you're right. Let me do this again. Okay. Norwalk Community College students are here. They want to see how the sausage is made in the show. We welcome them. And we welcome them. Hello, everybody. Hello. Shauna, not a uh, sports fan, but listening intently anyway. See, this is, you know, don't, don't, don't worry about it. It's, we'll get you into sports soon. Even a non-sports fan like Shauna will know of the Dallas Cowboys and that they're big. They're America's team. They like to call them. But big. how big are they? <laughs> but we're very well done. How, Everything how bigger really in Texas. Good. Everything like bigger in Texas. You know why they left in the old Cowboy Stadium bar? You know why they left the roof open? By the way, true. Now, I my the original one was simply just to get the effect of of playing in different kinds of inclement weather. But no. that's not the case. No. So God it's can bigger. watch the Cowboys. So if you want to think of yourself as important, so God can watch the Cowboys, you'll leave your stadium open. I, I, I won't say what I was going to say. Okay. Speaking okay. of Gerald, Gerald Jones. <laughs> yeah, speak, speak, yeah, Jerry Jones. He says the Cowboys are worth $10 billion, but never, 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 never will he sell it. First, never say never, and I want to turn it over to Edmund because I love his reaction when he was like, Jerry, come on. Yeah, spoiler alert, the Cowboys are not <laughs> worth $10 billion. Um, yeah, Although, in fairness, in, Evan, the Cowboys are worth what somebody's willing to pay. So what the, the question we have to answer is, open auction, global open auction, who's willing to pay what for the Cowboys? Yeah, and, and you would be you would have a better sense than I. I, I would assume somewhere between 4 and $5 billion. Yeah. Roughly kind of right in there. It's by far the, the most valuable NFL franchise, The probably the most valuable franchise in the u.s maybe the yankees are the only other one that comes close uh but 10 10 billion dollars that's i mean that's that's silly the, you're throwing off crazy multiples when you're saying 10 billion yeah and this is something that he said to our colleagues here at bloomberg you know who you know that they specialize in essentially evaluating the richest people in the country how, how how wealthy their assets are they put all of jerry jones's assets at about six billion Right, so so Bloomberg, six less than ten. Yeah, six is a little bit less than ten. Just a measly um, six billion dollars. And, and in fairness it. to Jerry, it's unclear if he was saying that he thinks they're worth ten billion, or he said he wouldn't even sell for ten billion. Um, but but he, he did handle sort of the "I'm just inflating because I'm Jerry Jones" aspect of it when he said, "I'm not just doing that. I I, I really believe that it's worth." 10 billion. Yeah, I'll read the, the whole quote. Somebody would pay it. I don't want to say at least 10 billion, but I certainly think you can justify a 10 billion dollar valuation. But economically, I'd rather have the Cowboys than 10 billion dollars. I'd rather have 10 billion. I'd much rather have 10 oh, billion. Yeah. Dollars. I, I could do a lot with 10 billion dollars. You know, you know how many jerseys I can buy with 10 billion dollars. Although with the cash that it spits off. Yep. And cuz they are obviously revenue positive. And the appreciation of the asset at what point, how far out down the line do I need to look at before I say, you know what? I think I might rather have the Cowboys than the $10 billion. Yeah, it's a question of how the, the kind of the upswing in valuations that we've seen. I think in the NFL, what, your average franchise is worth twice as much as it was 10, 15 years ago? Is that a continuous trajectory? Or at some point do these things start to level off? Or, God forbid, start to go the other way? Well, everything that we're going to talk about today and we've talked about throughout the season— 
the media is the main component. Dallas has a real estate play as well at Frisco, but the media component, talk to me after 2021, 2022, when these media deals come up and we see what people are willing to pay for these rights right now, at least in that short term, and whether the the fangs are going to start bidding or not, you'd have to say you're going to get a nice bump in your media contract in the NFL, which of course is the king of the hill here in the U.S., if they can grow internationally. I, I'm just saying that there are arguments to be made five, ten years out that that number could be realistic. Well, let me ask a unicorn, what if? What if the NFL expanded two more teams? Yep. Then, then, first of all, would that ever happen? And then would the valuation of all the other teams go up? And I know when I say that, you're going to be like, yeah, but you watered down the other teams. No, because if two more teams want to get in. Eh, nameless, faceless. Forget the water down because they're nameless, faceless guys. Anyway, the question is, at what point is it worth the dilution of, of the money? That's all. Because you share the national money. With now, a hefty expansion fee. Yeah, of course. That's, yeah, what's yeah. the expansion fee, which isn't shared with players, goes right in the owner's pockets. At what point do they say, yeah, it's worth it to us to take the check right now. And dilute over time because you don't share equally right away. Right. Usually, expansion teams are, are, are brought in over time. It's that's just simple math. Like how much are they right. going to get, and what will it cost them in the dilution? So, right now, nobody has said they're seeking to do that, other than maybe a team in London, in Mexico City, if they can get a field that works. Yeah, yeah, and I think the NFL getting. also kind of needs to figure out what the the newest markets look like. What what does LA look like with two teams? Because, you know, to be honest, right now it looks what, like a year, one good team, year, one bad team. A year and a half in, you know, the, the business uh, doesn't look, you know, gangbusters at this moment. Um and what does Vegas look like? You know, it's gonna be a couple years before the Raiders actually make that move. But the NFL is, is currently exploring uh, new venues that they've already picked, new cities that, that they do need to kind of flesh out. Bar, if they can find more places like Vegas, which is a unique situation, but if they can find more places like Vegas where the taxpayers are willing to fork over 700, 700 plus million yeah. dollars, guess what? They'll say, okay, we're in. Would you pay to see a team if uh, Condoleezza Rice was the coach? Mm. I would. I wouldn't pay to see any coach. I mean, Condi or not. I mean, but Evan and I just we weren't sure if we wanted to discuss this or not because like it just seemed like the whole story was ridiculous. Well, it. it at first, I thought it was fake too, but she knocked that down. By the way, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I'm saying so. Anyway, let's let's move along. Let's talk about uh, Major League Baseball. Two major things in Major League Baseball. Let's start with the Fox extension first. Yeah, Fox uh, signed a seven-year uh, extension to their to their major you know TV baseball rights. Extends it through 2028. Uh, a pretty hefty rights increase, Scott, uh, as you reported. About a 36% uh, increase overall. Um, I'm looking at the terms here. Looks like uh, they currently pay seven, $525 million a year. Uh, that's obviously going up you know, 36% into the 700s. Uh, how do you see this from baseball? People don't want uncertainty. That's all. So let's take it from each side. Major League Baseball gets the guaranteed money. They're happy with that, and they'll see what the new world order looks like. And there's plenty of inventory to carve up later on down the road. So digital rights, things like that. They, you know, they're very interested to see what happens with the digital because they were not included in this deal. That's important. That the clubs are probably going to take back their digital rights. This will not be including digital. Uh, and then you look at it from the broadcaster side. We know what Fox is going on with the Disney asset sale. Uh, new Fox is going to focus on news and sports. A lot of content with baseball. You continue your solid play. I mean, baseball is one of your cornerstones on Fox. New Fox, everybody sort of gets what they need here. But it was just a matter of how much are we willing to pay, what makes sense. They found a happy medium where everybody uh, seemed to sign off on the deal. And worth mentioning that the the other parts of the, the baseball TV deals, the, the Turner portion, the ESPN portion, have not been extended, at least not mm -hmm. yet. Um, but this is at least the first 
the first league that had a major TV rights deal that was going to be up in this 2021-22 window that we always talk about that elected not to get to that point, elected to do the extension now, got a rights increase. You know, we can debate whether or not that's a big one or a little one, but they got a big rights, or got a, a rights increase. Um, is that a, a, what do you think about that strategy? G- getting away from getting that, that some, time when everything's going to happen? Some certainty. I think there, as long as you're not selling everything. You have some certainty. You put some money in your pocket, and it is Fox. It, it is one of your longtime partners. You're, it's it's linear. Um, it, it's it's what they know. So you, you get some security there. You don't put everything, you know, all the eggs in one basket, and they're not they didn't do that here. They put a portion of what they can. I don't, we didn't discuss this ahead of time, but I'm very interested to see what happens with the National Hockey League mm. when they yeah. Yeah. when they they left ESPN, which gave them big promotion, but for a lot less money now nbc came in and are they happy with nbcsn and the promotion you get there and do you, i know espn is going to want it back because that's a boatload of inventory it's been especially a little feud over the olympics ESPN plus you've had a NBC. little feud yeah, with the olympics very interested to see gary is poised he's got a what a six five six billion dollar deal in canada yep now you piggyback that with a with a reworked u.s contract you're talking real money i mean people's always somehow they, they look at the NHL's like a distant fourth of the big four. I mean, you don't have to compare hockey to football, but on its own, it's going to be an impressive media deal uh, globally for the NHL. Which brings us to the next Major League Baseball deal with DAZN. I, I know Evan loves DAZN, loves what they're doing. John Skipper's out there bidding against ESPN. He, he's playing. It's, a, it's an over-the-top uh, st- direct streaming service that decided to jump in with the rights that it could get. So they're paying Canelo Alvarez a ton of money for boxing. It's kind of MMA and boxing. Build it there. Now they're going to team up with MLB and give you live look-ins. It's a way to establish a relationship with MLB before major bids come in for the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, so DAZN, three-year, $300 million deal. Nothing. They're, they're building up, which is pennies you know yeah. if you look at the, at the yeah, overall they're building a essentially what you know what red zone exists for for nfl they're building that for baseball which is a a weeknight live look-in show where you're bouncing around from yankee stadium to dodger stadium down to tropicana field trying to get the the, the important moments uh, as they happen throughout the night in baseball uh yeah as you said scott it's a it's a it's a foot in the door you know to zone you know they're launching in the u.s they launched in, in september there's very little premium live rights available. They they invested a lot in in the fight sports because the, that was available and they could do it. Um, now I think you're going to see John Skipper, former president of ESPN, who's who's kind of leading their U.S. efforts. You're going to see him chipping away at the edges for all these leagues. And the first one he was able to do was baseball, and he chipped away with a a live looking special, which doesn't probably doesn't fully take away from the the digital offering right now that that, that Major League Baseball offers. Um, but we're seeing DAZN uh, with a seemingly unlimited checkbook. John Skipper told me last week, you know, he's scouring the, in his words, he's scouring the classified ads, and anyone that has sports content up for sale, he wants to have the conversation. It's like it's like PSG and the Qatari owners. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, exactly. It's there's the, no financial fair play in television. You can do whatever you want. It's like the Uber FanDuel DraftKings model, right? Spend a <laughs> lot of money in the beginning trying to to engender, you know, some some kind of brand affinity, and then hoping when the when the market eventually settles out. Uh, you're the one that everyone's turning to. But I want to. Uh, there's a logistics point that I want to bring up. It's easy when you get into the NFL and the red zone because once they hit the 20 of the uh, opposing team, yep, yeah, we're going to switch to that. That's pretty easy. 
How do you know, I mean, unless the bases are loaded or this or that, whatever, how do you know logistically to switch to a game? Great minds. Yeah, I said it's a good question. this morning, what, yeah. man on second? Like, what, what, <laughs> yeah. I, I, asked, I, I, I don't know what it's going to look like. I think they're going to, my guess is they're going to mix it up. I would imagine that sometimes you'll go to a game that isn't fully live. It's, you know, 15 seconds ago, there was a, you know, a two-run homer and, and they want to show that. Um, but if you mix that with... You know, not just runners in scoring position, but good defensive plays with, you know, pitchers who have what no hitters going or, or X and Y. I think you can build fairly easily. I think you can build just by num- the sheer number of games going on on weeknights, build a fairly compelling show for baseball fans. Come on, Bar. Let's go to Baltimore where the umpires are gathered behind home plate looking at a replay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> The quad box <laughs> yeah, replay. Exactly. Yeah. What am I doing here? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm doing the, yeah, yep, it's a homer. It's a homer. <laughs> uh, by the way, got to congratulate Joey Logano. Oh, I knew he was going to do it. Yes, I have to do it. He, he is the racing, brand new. Right? Penske? That's correct. Boom. He's brand new. Boom. First time that he has won the uh, the NASCAR championship. So congratulations to Joey Logano. Joey Logano could be sitting next to me, and I would not know. I would not know. Hey, Joey. The fourth guy in the studio is Joey Logano. <laughs> exactly. He's sitting not. right next to me. Right? I have no idea. <laughs> and on that note, thanks. Uh, this is the blue. I love you, Joey. Don't mind me. It, don't mind me, by the way. Uh, this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Soshnick and Evan Ovi Williams. We are here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with the biggest and brightest in the sports business industry. And thank you, Norwalk Community College students, for coming in and joining us and seeing how we make the sausage. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world and online, where our podcast is available. 